Part two, shit in the woods. <laughs> I do have a story. Yay! I don't know how exciting it is, oh, but it I... It, because it's from you, it's exciting. <laughs> so please share to our listeners your shit in the woods story. The main thing is I've done it. Uh, that is, that's important. That, Not everybody has. I, well, I don't know if it counts as the woods, but it was definitely wilderness. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, like, at a grocery store parking lot. Oh, God, no, no. Oh, my gosh. I would be in jail. Oh, if you heard, <laughs> sorry to interrupt, but have you heard that sometimes families with small children in clothing departments, they'll have the kids go to the bathroom because they don't know where the bathroom is? <gasps> like, you know that ring of coats? I used to hide in those as a kid. Yeah, me too. Oh, my gosh. They're not only hiding in those, they're actually going to the bathroom no. in those. No. I mean, <laughs> no. Could you imagine working at like Sears or JCPenney? poor people. That's probably why they're all getting shut down. Exactly. exactly. Health codes coming in and saying, come on now. Oh my yeah. gosh. They should be shitting in the woods. Not they in the should be going store. in the woods. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> That, well, I don't feel as weird about this now because okay, I've good. never gone in a department store circle rack thing. Yeah, whatever that thing's called. Yeah, no, I would just terrify my mom when I would hide and she thought I was lost or kidnapped <laughs> and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. But I never went to the bathroom while I did it, so. Oh, good. Um, oh, my gosh, that's horrible. <laughs> um, yeah, so... When I was, I want to say 12 or 13, um, one of my best, best friends, the one that makes the great frosting, oh. uh, Lisa. I have to meet Lisa. You should. She's the best. Um, her, I used to go on, on all of their family vacations with them. And we would do all kinds of fun things. We'd go to Palm Springs or whatever. I was along for the ride. And one of the coolest trips that I went on with them not just with them, but in general, in life, was uh, she and I and her mom and dad, and they took us to camp inside of the Grand Canyon, which was amazing. Ooh. I know. It was pr definitely one of the coolest things I've ever, ever, ever done, and I'll never forget it. But um, I just remember we were, um, we had to ride out on Wave Runners, uh, which... It's funny because right after that time, I got really, really hardcore into Surfrider and being conscious of the ocean and pollutants and things. But that was pre then. And uh, we took these wave runners, uh, two on each one, and rode out the Colorado River as far as we could until we found a place big enough to set up camp for wow. two tents. And I don't, I, this was over 20 years ago, but. Uh, we, I just remember it seemed like a really, really long time. We finally found a spot big enough and we set up the tents and everything. And I remember my first thought was, this is not a campground. There, we're, what do we do for bathroom? Oh, so there's nothing there. Nothing. It's just we a were wild in the middle piece of, of land. Yeah. Okay. You would dig it. Like, yeah, yeah, it sounds amazing. It was incredible. Um, and I just remember we were only there, I don't know, two days, three days. Because the river would eat away at our campsite uh, a little bit. And we actually had to move because um, 
they where oh. we had set the tents was it had been eroded and oh, wow. we so you're right next to the water absolutely right on it mm-hmm. it was one of the neatest things and we'd wake up in the morning and the sun was shining like right outside your house basically mm-hmm. you'd wake up at the bottom of the grand canyon overlooking the colorado river wow. staring at these beautiful majestic canyons um it, it'll stay with me forever it was gorgeous um but the not so gorgeous part was being a 12 13 year old girl and having to figure out like restroom and things that's a real so, awkward period of time isn't totally it? yeah and uh lisa and i had to figure out uh what to do but we went there in in the wilderness um so yeah i have gone to the bathroom in the woods okay wait you you sort of ended that a little bit vague (laughs) so you went into the wilderness so how did that you did you go together and find a spot no how did it work um well i remember i was just really confused and i remember we asked um her parents like what do we do and so um some of it we just go in the river and then the other part oh, was like number one yeah okay <laughs> and then so we'd go the anyway. right exactly yeah. i'm like fish it's benign uh, i just saw moana yesterday for the first time and there's a line where she's like fish peeing you all the time all day or something like that in the ocean and i'm all she's so right uh so that i didn't feel bad but then the rest of it was i mean there wasn't really anywhere far to go because it's all there were trees and like did you um, actually hide or were you in full view while you were doing number two you were pretty much if i remember correctly you were pretty you were only maybe about 15 yards away at the most That's from it. everyone. So the tent is there. Mm-hmm. And the, oh, yeah. And everybody's just hanging out. Yeah. Eating lunch or something. Oh, yeah. And you're, you're like, it. I have to go. So you walk away. Yeah, right there. I don't you, remember. Do they give you a shovel or a, or do you use a stick? or? I I don't remember. <laughs> I really don't. I, oh, it's a long time ago. I, I don't remember. I, I don't know. Did, but it worked out. Like, it sounds like... Oh, yeah. I was I able to go. if you've never done it, in these sort of strange circumstances where there's not... You're not really sheltered. Right. No shelter. None. That could be... That could be, like, the beginning of a very traumatic experience for a 12, 13-year-old. Yeah. But it sounds like you figured it out. Yeah, we figured it out. We did it. I, I mean, you, you had... You say we, so did you take turns or... Like, hey, Lisa, keep watch while I, why? Not really. I think I was too embarrassed. I was like, oh, I'm going to go over here for a minute. And then everyone kind of figured <laughs> out what we were doing. Did and they give you toilet paper? We did have toilet paper. Okay. And I don't remember what we did with that, which is funny. I don't, like, it just, it just if we. vanished. I don't know. Probably I don't remember. Hole, right? Right? I'm guessing. You didn't have to put it in Ziploc bags or anything and take it back with you. No, I don't remember doing that I, at all. I think going back that many years, it was the, there weren't as many restrictions on like. Yeah. Because now, like they, in certain highly visited areas, you actually carry have to carry everything out. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Like Especially I, if you're near a water source or something. Seriously, though, this was so in the middle of nowhere. Nobody like, would know anyway. Nobody like, would know. Probably not even accessible. For, probably not. Like, like if you vehicle. went back the week after and tried to find where that spot was, I'm sure we wouldn't. Like, unless we had somehow back then had some kind of GPS thing where we could mark oh, where yeah. it was on our phones or something. But it was so remote. Um, Sounds... Like, so, obviously, the, the shitting in the woods part was <laughs> pretty easy um, for you, even though it was your first. I remember like, feeling really weird about it uh, and uncomfortable with it, but, I mean, like after, what what's the alternative? You have right. to do it. Well, so. some people will, like, make themselves sick trying to hold it in for oh, like, no. a few days or something. I don't mm. know if that's even possible. But, that's so sad. No. Yeah. I No. Like, if, you, if you've grown up in the mall, mm-hmm. you know... And all you know is, like, you know, a toilet. Right. You might, Which kind of is, like, where I was scary. at. Yeah. It was definitely intimidating. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then, you know, all those thoughts come through, like, oh, my gosh, but we're swimming in this. Like, seriously, we, we have photos of us in the river, like, in chairs, reading books. Like, <laughs> like Babysitter's Club or something. Um and I don't know. We might have been peeing as we were taking that photo. We could have been. I don't know. You like scrutinize the, the expressions <laughs> on your faces. Right? Wait a it's uh, so crazy. That's not really a smile. What is that? <laughs> is that relief? <laughs> could be either. It's our secret. Yeah. What? So, um, and you've done it subsequently, right? On have you? That, or is that the only time you've ever done it? I think that's it. it. Really? I think that's it. So you haven't it. gone on any other camping trips or anything? Nothing like, like that. Oh, there's always been like a facility. Huh? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Um, Sounds like you have to create a new opportunity. Seriously. For sake, so it's so some... sad though because I remember I think the biggest fear I had about going to the bathroom in the woods was snakes. I was so scared that a snake was going to jump up <laughs> and bite me while I was like in the middle of that's, business. Isn't that almost like, um, I think that's perpetuated, like, culturally, that that risk. Okay, that I'm fear. not the only one. Everybody thinks that. Okay, good, like, good, get, good. If I go out pooing in nature, I'm going to get bit by a snake or sit on cactus. My mom's done that. Something. My mom sat on, sat on camp, cactus. Yeah, what? while she was. While she was going number two? I don't know if it was number one or number well, two. Well, either way, that's horrible. Oh my gosh, I know. It's so sad to Doesn't hear... somebody else have to pick that out? My dad. Oh. And they had just started dating. This was like in the 70s oh. and they were like super hippies and they were camping out at like Joshua Tree or something. It was the middle of the night and my mom got up to go to the bathroom oh. and she went and sat on what she thought was a hole, but really it was cactus. And... Like this so was it must when have been they... like a barrel cactus or something or who knows what. I have no like idea. I because oh. it was dark and like my oh, my dad spent horrible. the entire night picking it out of her bum. Do they laugh about that experience now? Oh my gosh, yeah! I just had a party for their forty uh, fifth wedding anniversary and I renewed their vows because I'm ordained and oh. so I made sure I told that story. <laughs> wow what's your dad's name jim so jim and margie yeah yeah from, from ohio and toronto. toronto canada akron ohio and toronto canada so you could totally do like have you <laughs> in their voices like oh don't you know i, st- I, I 
I squatted on a cactus. Oh, sorry. Like, oh my uh, god. That's the worst impression, but oh my it god. would be fun to do like a skit about that. <laughs> I could probably get them to do it. They're, oh, that would be so great. They'd be awesome. Reenacting their early dating experience. No escape. The problems here are everywhere. No escape. The time has come for life repair. You feel like there's no escape from some issue that's in your life. Something in particular that's, you're like, I just have to face this because it's just going on and you got to make lemonade out of lemons. Or uh, What's the no escape for you? It, gosh, um, I was trying to think about this. Um, I generally am pretty positive about things, so... I try to. You do that anyway. I give That's that approach to everything. Habit. I refuse to allow things to be a problem, and if there is a problem, I I make sure it's not. I address it head on. Wow. But uh, and sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. But I think being honest about it is all you can do if there's something yeah. bugging you, whether it's you know something minuscule or something huge. So do you, do if, you ever get like tired of how positive you are? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i mean I, that doesn't make any sense but no 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 but it does like i mean i i i, I, I that's one of the greatest things i i think everybody should look they can learn from you is like you, you definitely why dwell on something adapt and figure out how to make it into a positive it's um Even if you're, you know it's a it's a big thing like well my nana um she was a christian scientist and so she had this belief um well, okay, she, when she got older, she, she would always have these note cards and post-it notes tacked to all of her cupboards, all over the bathroom with positive sayings. So it was kind of beat over the head with it, but, um, that's good though. No, I loved it. And when that's... she got older and she couldn't write these out, she would have me come over to her house when I was like 16, 17, and she would remember all of these sayings she had heard like at her church services or whatever and she's like okay this is a good one write this down and I would make these these cork boards with all these for her and um so I got to know these things very well and the number one that that stuck with me was it was this little index card like five by three and uh it said on top we have over 10,000 plus thoughts a day and then there was a question mark she had me write a question mark and then at the bottom or on either side of the question mark, it said positive and negative. And at the bottom, it said your choice. Ooh. And like... That's the best thing ever. It's still on my fridge to this day. I will never take it down. And every time I'm faced with a challenge, I think about this. And I'm like, it's so true. And I, I get sad. I get, I get, you know, downtrodden and I get discouraged and things like that. But you can't dwell on it. You have to just say, okay, this this is where we're at, and what am I going to do about it? You know, how am I going to make it better? And um, I've learned that, that that is ultimately just the best approach. And, and a lot of people ask me, they're like, you can't possibly be this positive all the time. You can't possibly be this <laughs> excited can. about everything in the universe um but you're choosing to be so but i choose can. to be and and again it doesn't mean that I, I don't 
I, I don't feel deeply or, you know, that yeah, I'm not yeah. like, get, I don't get frustrated and things like that. But I just don't let that be the end of that it's, story. It's a practice. Yeah. And, and then it's, also, a, it's something you have to teach yourself. Well, and the other thing, too, <laughs> is like a lot of people are making judgments, too, on whether any given experience is positive or negative to begin with. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's true. Like, That's true. You know, something happens, and uh, somebody goes, oh, man, that's horrible. Now I have to turn that into a positive. Mm -hmm. But you can actually think, wow, that was amazing. Even <laughs> You can even judge the situation. I just had to go to the bathroom in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right, right. Or getting into a car collision, which most people would probably judge as a negative. So, uh, I've done if, that. If it's happened, I've been there. <laughs> it's one of those things where this could be a challenge to our listeners, to all of us, to myself. How do you find the positive in a, what would, by most standards, be a severely negative situation? Because if you can judge it as a positive, even if most people would perceive it as a negative, then it's really easy to continue on that trend yeah. and adapt to that situation. Yeah. So I, I think you... you, you you found the secret of life. I don't know. Well, I'm, I cheat though because I also am obsessed with Dolly Parton, <laughs> what and does that mean? she is the queen of power of positive thinking. Oh, she is. Oh my god, I don't, I don't know how familiar you are. With, I think Have if you, read you her, like autobiography or whatever. Or? No, I, heard I that's just. Pretty good. Oh my gosh, I need to. I don't know. I don't know why I haven't. Your that's friends. a negative. Thanks, Joel. <laughs> right. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh my gosh, the first time in history. <laughs> Jamie, no. You broke me. No, um, she is just so, I mean, I'm sure that she's got her own life behind closed doors and whatnot, but she's somebody that just is sunshine all the time. And all of her messages, no matter what she does, she's just always, you know, okay, here's where we're at. We're going to make it better. And if not, I'm going to write a song about it. I should be a musician. That's <laughs> what totally I should, should do. But, um, oh, no, well, she's, she's and, and, life. And, you, and uh, oh, you leaving? And my daughter oh, is leaving now. Bye. Bye, Sydney. Bye, Sydney. Oh, my gosh. I so good you. to see you. Bye. You're amazing. Thank you. You too. So, um, I think the, the bottom line is when you look at, you and Dolly Parton and other people in this boat, um, the results speak for themselves. The, you know, if you have that positive frame of mind, look at all the success. I mean, you're in a job that you love, that mm -hmm. you're passionate about and doing exactly what you want to do. You live where you want to live. I mean, and, and that, that speaks volumes. That's, you know, anybody can look at that and go, oh, okay, obviously it works. You know, and then yeah. you can look at somebody who has a real negative frame, frame of mind and, and look at the results of that. And a lot of times, most of the time, it's not very positive. Uh, yeah. They, they, you know, you, you, they, they are, they're in a job that they hate. They're, you know, they're in a place, you know, emotionally that they hate because yeah. they're choosing to, you know, be in that. Yeah, frame of it, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, uh, uh, kind of going off of that, too, like a lot of people... Because I hear it a lot, uh, like, you know, or at least in high school, I heard it a lot uh, that, you know, oh, well, 
she's lucky she doesn't have anything to be sad about. She's oh. lucky, you know, she hasn't had it that bad, so she has the luxury to choose to be positive. And that is, that could not be further from the truth. I, you know, I have had lots of really sad, horrible things happen to me, and family members, of course, we all suffer through death and loss and yeah. things like that. Um, but I, I've definitely been through that, and I think that... It, empowers me even more to think positively sure. because I know things could be worse. And well, life is fleeting. And it's so short. Like, so why spend, like, you know, if you get hit by a bus in the next hour or something, not you personally, no, I know. a person does, why spend the last hour being miserable about everything? Mm -hmm. You could spend your last hour of your life being positive about everything. That's right. That's right. You could just make, um... I mean, it's so silly. Lemon, lemonade out of lemons. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's such an overused quote, but it's so perfect. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's it makes sense. It's so true. And like anything that's sad or anything that's happened to me in my life, well, I'm right as rain now. I love right my life. <laughs> I love my husband. I love my cats. I love my you probably tomatoes. Even love lemons. I do. My <laughs> yeah, neighbors have a really great. Um, lemon tree, and they let us have some. So you don't even need lemonade. I know. It's all good. I know. I know. <laughs> no, it's great. <laughs> well, uh, I think that that leads us right into deep green thoughts. Ooh. And so, um, I want you to think uh, deeply about some place or book or film, or, um, I don't know, something that somebody else can have an experience in, at, or on, um, that you can give us an honest review about. So it could be a park, it could be a visitor center, it could be um, a book that you've read, it could be a product that you've purchased or made. Just just give us an honest review of something. Oh, Lord. See, I like too many things. I'll I'll, well, I'll narrow it down. Um, I think it's very personal. I think different things make different people happy. Sure. Um, but this is something that I I want to make sure that our listeners can also either benefit from whatever it is you share, mm -hmm. or learn to avoid it because your honest review tells them that oh that that place <laughs> that's, that not that thing is, that's not for me. So, so with that context, what what. Okay, think? so I already talked about the museum. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which you should all visit anyway. Yes. I, I can't find anything wrong with that. It's a hundred percent my favorite place in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah so. I agree. It, it, Fairview, just south of Edinger, next to. Yeah. Um, what is the name of the street that it's on? We're on Harvard, Harvard. like right. the like the college Harvard. Um, near Centennial Park and Godina's Fundamental High School. We're right. just past that. Um, there's some really good Mexican restaurants nearby, too. A Oaxacan. And yeah. So you can eat good food and go to an amazing it's pretty awesome. piece of living history. Yeah, it's so true. But you're not allowed to just settle on that. I know, I know. <laughs> I don't get out of my, my bubble much. Um, my other favorite place in the whole entire universe and I make an annual trip to hmm. is ah uh, the Madonna Inn. Yes. 
<laughs> Everybody it's... probably thought you were going to say Disneyland or something. No! So, uh, I don't feel like people know the Madonna Inn as much these they days. They should. It... OMG. So, w- what is your take? Let's hear an honest review of the Madonna Inn. Oh my gosh. If you, Okay. You can also go on Yelp and Facebook and all the other places that you can review things because I've already left them so many reviews. Oh, um, I can find your review on those. You oh, bet. All right, cool. uh, I used terms like sparkle princess, um, <laughs> magical wonderland, things like that. Uh, and that is 100% honest and true. It is such a unique space. Uh it's funny, I'll read, I've read other reviews, and I've actually had friends that have stayed there that are like, I have no idea why you like this. Um, <laughs> and that's okay, because it's not for them. Yeah, uh, yeah. More, more for me. Uh, but It's your palace. Eventually, they should, <sighs> you should be the queen of the Madonna. It's yeah. so funny, because I talk about that every time we go. <laughs> I'm like, really? the only pl- thing that could get me to move would be if I could take what I have here and transfer it to Madonna. Um, oh, that would be cool. You, wouldn't I, it? I could see later in your career you running events there and, and it could be so fun. teaching people about the history of that place. Oh, I would love it. In fact, I was, I'm was i such a nerd that, and I, I hate people that, well, I don't hate people, but I hate <laughs> when people are like, oh, I'm such a nerd. I like Harry Potter. Everyone likes Harry Potter. You're not a nerd. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> like, but no, I'm... I'm a nerd for this place, I should say, uh, that w- one of the things I love about it is their pool. And it's so funny because Alex Madonna, who built and created the Madonna Inn, never wanted a pool. Okay, ever. I've already been educated. Yes. I didn't know there was a guy named Alex Madonna. Madonna. Oh, yeah. Okay, that, uh, that blows my mind already. Oh, and my he gosh. he didn't want a pool. He didn't want a pool okay. because he spent all this on his nice hotel and his rooms and he didn't want dripping sopping wet people walking all over his nice carpets in the room because they're really fancy the rooms aren't they they're kitschy okay they're kitschy i use the wrong word no but i mean at the time they were very fancy i mean i think they're fancy they're fancy for my standards so when 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 was this built 1958 so it's, oh, it's almost the same age as Disneyland. Yes. And yes. And was it perceived when it was built to be a luxury hotel? Or was it more of a themed attraction? I or? think a little bit of both. Um, basically, because it's such a weird place, there is no definition. And I don't know if they ever had a definition for it either. But um, basically, he, uh, it was kind of like a mining town in San Luis Obispo. Right. And so they have the copper diner dining room, uh, which is kind of like their coffee house, and then the Alex Madonna Gold Rush Steakhouse. Oh. So there's a big overlying theme with that. It's right off the highway. You can't miss it in all of its pink glory. Yes, it's pink. Um, Fully riding on that whole theme park uh-huh. roadside attraction. Totally. It was yeah. very like. That, that kind deal. of eclectic 60s kind of um, nostalgia and mm-hmm. that they've carefully preserved. And he had built the hotel and every single room in the hotel was a different theme. So uh, they've been modified slightly over the years. 
Uh, I know there was a fire at some point, and then they had to rebuild a lot of it. Oh, wow. Uh, but there was a caveman room. Well, there is a caveman room. There's um, uh, all kinds of different rooms. We've, we've stayed... We go once a year, and we can only afford to stay two nights each time. So in order to stay in every room, we're going to have to step up our game. Because otherwise, we're going to have to live to be like 152. I think we that's what it is. So but, this, this is a, a, a dream of yours to stay in every room. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. Like, I we have to. We're, we're, it's so funny because even every year when we um, plan what rooms we're going to stay in, we save all the ground level ones um, that are handicap accessible for our, our golden years. Oh. Um, we don't want to waste you have our a full on strategy. Oh, we have a whole strategy or like there's some that are more like kid friendly. So when we have a family, we're like, okay, these are good ones to bring the kids to. <laughs> um, so yeah, right now we're at the stage where we stay in the single, single stall shower rooms with the one bed, but then you can get others with multiple beds mm. and things like that. So, um, so yeah, now as a pool, and so is this something that came after Alex died? Yeah, his wife Phyllis. She's she still alive? always not anymore, oh. but she outlived him. Phyllis Madonna? Yeah. <laughs> and she always did want a pool and a spa and a whole thing like so that. So turning over in his grave because she Yes. So she did this like like the minute he was buried. Pretty much. Okay, it's pool time. Pretty much. But you, this is one of the things you love the most. About the I love the pool, what and it's actually so... really pretty new. I want to say it was built, and I don't know exactly, but sometime in the early 2000s. Oh, super new. So really, really recently. Oh, wow. And I know all of this because while I was hanging out at the pool one day, um, I, I, I guess I give off this, like, history lover persona <laughs> right. because the bartender – gave me a history book, like a hardcover, mm -hmm. like massive, almost coffee table book on the history of the Madonna Inn to give, he gave it to me to read while I was oh, poolside. Nice. And you bet I read it cover to cover. Wow. <laughs> and, um. So you totally could lead to his death. I totally could. Like, <laughs> if I, like, somehow was right this second, somehow transported, uh, to the Madonna Inn, I think could just jump right in. Here are your a ruby slippers. Yes. Click, click, click. There's no place like home. <laughs> so, okay, so this pool where you're learning all about its history from the bartender, does it fit the 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 formula for for in terms of the style of this place? It does. It's I mean it's a fairly modern style pool. Mm -hmm. It's um it's got that, like, infinity edge, so there's no, like... Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I know exactly what Okay, yeah. yeah, and there's two it's hot like tubs. It's like looking at the ocean horizon. Totally. Yeah. And it, it overlooks, basically, I mean, this is one of the cr critiques that people on Yelp that I read, mm -hmm. oh, it overlooks the highway, there's no view. <laughs> but, of course, it overlooks the highway, but look beyond that, there it looks just like this. Hills outside of your home and, and actually and there's um this really neat gazebo and waterfall that's been built into the side of a hilltop mm -hmm. that it butts up right against huh. it and i remember the first day my husband and i ever made there uh we had to leave because we were actually in town for a wedding and so i said we got to go to the pool before we leave so it opened at 6 a.m i think 
Okay. So we got there right at 6 a.m. <laughs> and we were the only ones there. The pool guy's like, what the hell? Serious, <laughs> seriously. We're always the ones to close it out, too. Um, they're just like, okay, guys, go. Um, but I'll, I remember we were there in the pool in at like 6 a.m. And it's super quiet and peaceful. And I, I wear glasses, so I didn't have my glasses on. We're swimming, and my husband goes, Jamie, Jamie, look, 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 look. He's like, swims over, gets my glasses, and there's a mama deer and two babies oh. grazing on the hill, I mean, 30 yards away from us wow. while we're in this, like, resort pool. I mean, it was m pure magic. It was magic. It was the most beautiful thing in the whole world. Yeah, you could have died right there. Honestly, like, if, like, there is a heaven, let it be that. Yeah. Please. <laughs> a pool at the Madonna Inn with your hubby. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, and eating their pink champagne cake. Pink I, champagne cake. I don't know what their frosting is made of. <laughs> it's probably Betty Crocker. It's, it's. But it's good. It's so good. I is know it, they use real champagne. Really? Yeah. So, do you feel like part of the goodness of it is just the whole idea of it? Or is it literally like it's literally one of the best that good. cakes you've had? Oh, it's the best thing in the world. Honest and I don't like cake actually. I'm not really? I don't have a sweet tooth at all. So that um, says something in itself. That oh this cake my just gosh. defies uh, everything. It's inc and they give you because we go for my birthday. Yeah. So I get a free slice of it. When's your birthday? Uh it's always like Labor Day weekend, September first. Oh, that's right. That's right. So yeah. um it's always street fair weekend. Yep, yep. <laughs> so we always go a delayed week or so, you know, sometime outside of that. And they give you such a massive piece that it lasts our entire trip. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so and this is available any time of year? Any time of year. Wow. Yeah. Pink I've asked them if they could ship it down here, no. um, but they won't. It makes me so sad. Good. But that's good. I know that is good. It's like, I think that's one of the faults of Disneyland now is that, you can get a piece of Disneyland without being a Disneyland. You know true, what I mean? True, 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 true. Like, you can download all this theme, you know, the ride so theme songs. True. You can buy, you know, say they're usually replicas, but, you know, you can buy literally pieces of the park, you know. And yeah. I think one of the, as much as that's exciting short term, like, oh, wow, now I finally have it, then you, it ruins it. It loses it's mystique like when something is one of a kind and you and you only can have that experience mm -hmm. you know maybe just once or or you know for if there's restrictions it's limited yeah you appreciate it so much more it's true because in order for me to get pink champagne cake i have to drive yeah to madonna inn On and get birthday. that pink champagne cake and it's it makes it all the more special oh. it really does it's yeah. awesome it's so good but they recently started their own farm, their own really? garden. No way. Yes, they're so close to um, uh, uh, the college there yeah. that they're trying to work on getting a college program of horticulturists to come out and operate it. What? Um, and we were talking to them. We, of course, we were because oh again, gosh. that's our thing. So we were yeah. discussing you're, with you're, everyone. You're almost working there. As, it's so true. <laughs> so true. And they have a farm. They and do. And they have a blacksmith shop. They do weddings. <laughs> they do weddings. Right. We just um the museum just won a most customizable wedding venue with wedding spot, which oh, is a big huge thing. Thank you. Wow. 
Um, but I was most excited because there were five different categories. We were most customizable, but then another one was best bang for your buck. And the Madonna won that one. No way. And I was like, oh, I'm on par with Madonna. <laughs> we made it. It's a big time. You're almost going to have to clone yourself just Ew. to be in both places. Oh, it's so hard. And then every night, you both, both Jamie's come home and like, oh, what was it like in the Madonna? <laughs> what was it like in the oh, I don't know good. if John could handle that. He'd be like, oh my gosh, one of you is enough. <laughs> oh. That's fantastic. I think that's a perfectly honest review. A very deep green thought, I must say. Very deep. I, oh, I could keep going, but I won't. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I, I have to add my deep green thought and related to the Madonna, and I'm a guy, so you know where I'm going with this, their bathroom. <gasps> I yes! I get to pee in a waterfall. Yes! Oh my gosh, yeah, that's not yeah. nearly as cool as in the woods, but no. Well, it is a waterfall, though. It's Yeah, it's a... Yeah, you just stand there, and you can't be modest. Yeah. All the guys just... line up and pee, you know. And they're waterfall. very tolerant of women, uh, tourists walking in. Oh, checking out the male Oh, yeah, it's like a whole thing grotto. that they open up and, like, yeah, so you you're allowed. you can urinate. Yeah, we're allowed to walk in there. Well, I don't know if we're allowed, but it's acceptable. <laughs> I'm like, when I did it, I asked my husband to like make sure no one was in there. But oh, you urinated in the water? No, God, oh. no. Oh, God, no, no. But I went in and like looked you at should, it. You should see if you get away with that. <laughs> I know. They see if we could do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why we don't have one. I mean, our bathroom is really nice, but there's no waterfall. Yeah, what would be the woman equivalent of? Because for a man that is exciting, you know, that's rocky ground. It's cool. Into, but what would what would like you said? It's nice. But it is what really could they, nice. What could they do from a Alex Madonna and Phyllis Madonna perspective to even amp the women's bathroom up more? Straight up waterfall. Oh, like, okay. Same thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What if it was like a geyser that came out? Of that's the... cool too. <laughs> I'm like, no. I mean. It's really neat. It's got like those cool like um, market light bulbs yeah, right. everywhere, kind of almost like a, a circusy vaudeville kind of look. Yeah. Uh, with these cool awnings you and everything. You would expect like a like an organ grinder monkey to be yeah. in there or something. A hundred percent. Not that I condone slave monkeys, but no. That would be the place to have. But like if we got if, a willing monkey, volunteer yeah, monkey. Yeah, the monkey wanted to do it. Yeah, which I don't see why not. I mean, if we gave the monkey a waterfall, we'd be fine. I think the monkey would appreciate that. <laughs> and an endless supply of bananas or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever bugs or fruit or whatever the monkey wants to eat. Yeah, I mean... That's a pretty good life. I want to be that monkey. <laughs> I'm like, Joel, what have you done? I'm... Okay, career change. That's it. From here on out. <laughs> you want to hear a tangent? Just because just we're in the bathroom already? Um, I have to always bring it back to that. I, I think my mom my mom couldn't stand my brother and I growing up because always at the dinner table, that's what we resorted to is like poop stories. Oh my gosh, and your poor mom. Yeah, my, yeah, exactly. She's so sweet. I know. And what she, did you do to her? It. But, um, <laughs> so here's, so I, I volunteered at the Orange County Zoo and my friend Scott, who's a zookeeper there, um, he used to work at Lion Country Safari. <gasps> yeah, a exactly. place I never got to visit. You never got to. Oh, my gosh. I remember I had this hazy memory of, as a kid. We were in our little car. And for anybody who doesn't know, it's where um, 
Actually, what is there now? It used to, they they had the Wild Rivers Park there in the yeah. uh, Irvine Meadows Amphitheater, and but I think that's all gone. I think it's just apartments now. They just um rebuilt Frazier. a different amphitheater for oh, music. Okay. So it's in Irvine. It's these hills and a little bit of a valley, and back in the day, you had African animals just wandering around, and you could drive your little beat up station wagon through it and there were no fences between you and the animals i remember this and i swear i i'm sure my childhood mind made this up but i thought i remembered an ostrich pooping on the hood of our car <laughs> i don't know if that's true but oh i have gosh. a more, I, I hope it's true i hope it is too um leslie um my wife she has video from their family trip to lion country safari no i gotta i gotta digitize this and yes upload it to youtube because it I don't, it's amazing. You see people like getting out of their car and taking photos of like a pride of lions or something, and there's nothing between. And this is in Orange County. Yeah. There's nothing to protect you from, you know, and it supposedly Bubbles the Hippo escaped and ended up in the Laguna Canyon, which I never observed this, but I guess that was a news thing. And, um, but so here's my supposedly true story from Scott. He was working on Monkey Island. I love it. <laughs> and, he was looking at this, I don't know what kind of monkey it was, or maybe it was a chimp uh, or something, but it was sitting there, and he, and he had to, you know, zookeeper's job is cleaning up shit. That's yeah. all you do. Um, and prepare diets, right? Prepare food. That's basically it. And so he couldn't figure out why Monkey Island was just exceptionally clean, because it's a bunch of monkeys that are eating, and then they would be defecating all over the island, right? And it's, yeah. it's like climbing branches to hang out on and everything, and, and surrounded by water. And... One day he's watching one of the monkeys and it's just sitting there squat with no expression on its face. And then it just reaches around with its hand. No. no. Poops in his hand and then eats the Monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Can you believe that? I've never, I didn't know they did that. I know dogs do that sort of thing, but. Yeah. And Scott's like, oh, that's why it's so clean on the island. Isn't that, like, a weird story? That's really strange. I mean, I believe it, but, like, that's so trippy. Like, I mean, like, okay, animals will eat that, but, like, to do it in your hand, that's so weird. I know, this is the most repellent thing ever. Like, it... That's not... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just to give give you that image. It's a shame the ostrich couldn't do that. I know. Like, on your car, <laughs> if that's even real. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, there were also ostrich farm, or they would do ostrich racing here in Orange County. They did um, everything here. They did everything. Orange County was a wild place. I think I That's part of the, what's cool being a historian. Mm-hmm. Is, you know... People perceive Orange County to be some sort of fabricated, boring, safe place, right? except for Disneyland and Knott's or whatever. But the history here is unbelievable. It's so fascinating. I, I, when I was in college, I would, I mean, most of my papers that I would write I, were on Old Town Orange and the installation of the fountain and um, the Women's Christian Temperance Union and the weird plays they put on to fund it and all this stuff, but. Um, I'm always looking for new stories and there, there's no shortage. I'm, I'm reading, you should have, do I have it? I do. Do you have this? Sleeper on the Stump? No. This no. was. Jim Sleeper, uh, well-known yeah. local 
historian. Yes. I, I'm not even familiar with this book. Okay, it's kind of brand new. It was, oh, so um, this is after he it just away. came out. So he was, he hated, um. Did his wife, like, um, compile all this? I know he had a bunch of unfinished books. So these were actually, it's a compilation of his history talks. Oh. So he hated, hated, hated public speaking. And I heard him speak. So uh, he, yeah, did you really? Yeah, he could put an audience to sleep. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. poor guy. No, well was, then you may not enjoy he's super this. Super funny. No, he's hilarious. I think. It, well, he was pretty old when he was talking. He he writes. He's very witty. Yes. I mean, if you have, if listeners, if you haven't read any of Jim Sleeper's stuff, go to the library, check out some of his stuff. It's History really of great. Park, um, History of Grizzly Bears in Orange County. Um, a lot on the Santa Ana Mountains. Yeah, it's all about what we're into. But I didn't know about this one. So. Yeah, so basically, he before he would give a public talk, he would write it out word for word oh, what he was going to I say. Bet this is so good. It is. It was my Christmas present from Kevin. Really? Um, my boss. That's yes, sweet. he got one for everyone on the staff. That is the coolest. Is this not the most thoughtful, like, awesome thing? You're going to make thing? everybody want to work at the museum. I mean, come on. I love it. Yes. <laughs> it's definitely the coolest place ever. Is it funny? I, I would imagine. It is really, really funny. And it all starts, you know, with a some kind of uh, witty um, uh, intro and something that is, like, I'm trying to find one that's really good, but it's always, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this may not be quite the evening of funny stories with Jim Sleeper that you've been led to expect. Uh, the swath of this particular lecture is supposed to embrace 100 years of history of everything in Orange County, south of the Irvine Ranch boundary to the San Diego County line in approximately one hour. Um, thing, things like that. He's just very clever. Well, I don't, Phil Burgandy is the one that compiled this oh, and edited him. it yeah phil so, and chris jepson with the yes they're awesome yes they're they're super great Hanging so the, uh, old orange county courthouse right in santa Ana. that's where their office is actually or they moved, they they? moved to they i forgot are they at the museum now heritage museum oh. of orange county why right. we do it all folks yeah. Meet the premier historians. Yeah, it's pretty epic. So we'll get you a copy of this. Well, it's, and actually, I think what you were going to say, there was some interesting piece of history that... All over this thing, to the point where it's filled... I mean, it's you can see it's not a super large book, but there's so much information in here. I feel like I'm going to have to read it three more times to retain all wow. of it. What, what was the most unique... I mean, you don't have to give us the whole story, but what was something you didn't know about Orange County or whatever that you're like, what? This, like, a something. lot of this. Um, so, okay. I'm most attracted to an, anything pertaining to Orange or Santa Ana, because that's mm -hmm. where the museum is and where I reside. Yeah. And just something as simple as learning about um, my sister-in-law, she and her boyfriend just bought a house in Santa Ana, mm -hmm. and they live on Ross Street. And so it's really neat getting them into the mm -hmm. history, although I think that they already really enjoy it. But there was a little tidbit in here on Ross Street and nice. and the man, Ross, that it was named uh, after. And I like 
picking parts and then texting people and saying, hey, guess what I just learned? <laughs> so, um, so what's the name? This is Sleeper on, Sleeper on the Stump. Stump, okay. And, and, and how do you get it? If you do, you just go through Phil, or go through I the think society? so. I okay. I would imagine that the Orange Public Library has to have a copy of it, um, but Sleep I'm not a hundred percent certain. Um, Kevin, I think, since he's you know one of the board members for the historical society, he um, had easy access to getting these. But I think if you contacted Chris or Phil or yeah. even Kevin, um, call the museum. Call the museum. Call, Call me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, see, now we just fit another deep green thought in there. The, oh my gosh, so a, many deep green what thoughts. A cool book. And red and orange and yellow. That's right, all colors, which Jamie <laughs> is a fan of. Rainbow Princess. Yes. So, um, I think, well, we've had so many good discussions um, about everything going back to our roots that we don't really need to do back to our roots as a segment. But um, I think for the end of our podcast, it's time for... Faster than a speeding roadrunner. More powerful than a mountain lion. Able to smell sage from across town. Look up where it's dry. It's a quail. It's a coyote. It's sage scrub. Okay, Jamie, what's happening in your yard? Oh, so much activity. Recently, we've had a lot of encounters with skunks. I knew they were there a couple years ago because they we have these holes pop up everywhere. Um, and then we haven't seen them in a couple years, but... The other night, my husband and I were in the backyard, and there were these two juvenile skunks that came out under the fence and were up on their front legs and their butts in the air with their tails sticking up, and they were, like, dancing with each other, like, circling, like, together. It was really weird. <laughs> and they've been very bold lately, and... They'll, like, walk right in front of us in the backyard. No and spray at any time. No spray. We can smell them, but they're not spraying. Is it subtle enough that it's like, oh, that, yes. that's not bothersome to you? Okay. Yeah, it's subtle enough to where you're not sure if that's a skunk or... <laughs> Pot, marijuana or something? Yeah, like, or what or is that? Oh, that's... Um, that's, that's the smell that I appreciate, actually. Right. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. So it's kind of actually nice because you can smell them so you know they're in the yard if you can't see them. Oh, that's good. Which is really good. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if I go out there with the hose with skunk, or yeah. something, you know, I, I know to be careful. But they, as of now, knock on wood, <laughs> we have not been sprayed at all. They seem very comfortable with us, which is weird because we're just city folk. It's strange. <laughs> so you have dancing skunks in your yard. Dancing skunks. That's interesting. We have families of raccoons. Uh, we had, this was several years ago. I used to tend bar and I was getting home at like 1 a.m. And it's a very short walk from my car in the driveway to the front door. And I'm walking up to the front door and this family of 
squirrel or squirrels. We have those two, but raccoons came and came running and hid under my car and it was really cute. I, I wanted to get a picture, <laughs> but all I could see were all these eyes flashing out. Yeah, yeah. And then I look and there's this huge coyote in the front yard. Wow. Maybe five, ten feet away from me. Um, so that was a very surreal moment, but the coyote was distracted by a cat across the street and took off. So, so the raccoons had run for cover from the coyote, but yeah. then were saved by a, a cat. Yes, and it didn't have to be me, <laughs> which was good. Oh, that's great. <laughs> um, so, I'm just checking time. You didn't okay. know how much I could talk when you asked oh, me to do this. Oh, this is fantastic. This. I, it's, <laughs> it's my own fault. I can talk too much, too. That's a good thing. Um, name a cool history museum you visited in California when you were a kid. Ooh, um, that, my parents took me to so many places that most of which are just memories now. And I, I'm not, if I called them right now, they could probably tell me the names of the museums, but. Uh, but you need a name in order to get this answer right. Oh, shoot. Well, uh, I never can't... visited the museum, so right. I never visited my museum, so that doesn't count. Um, you got 10 seconds. Oh, no! We went, uh, I want to say, probably up in Sacramento, we went to uh -huh. a really cool historical museum there with the courthouse. I okay. remember that. So you're going to say, is your answer courthouse museum in Sacramento? Yeah, that's my answer. All right. I guess I have to look that up. <laughs> Isn't there a train museum there too in Sacramento? Yeah. I remember that. Oh my gosh! Yes. The railroad museum. Yes. I don't know its official title. It, right? Yeah. Like I, I have pictures of me at this place, and I'm sure there's a name of it. But I remember that was really neat. It was set up like a little town, and I remember we took pictures in the outhouse. Um, I, I know they always wanted to take. Oh, Calico. Calico. Okay, I accept that. Okay. Calico Ghost Town. Yes. That we know for sure. That's that's a named museum. Yes. All right. Perfect. What is the name of one of your lizard species at the Heritage Museum of Orange County? Uh, we have alligator lizards. Oh, you already. Oh, do you want to go for more? Uh, I know we have. Um, one with a. You know oh, that one? no, I don't. Am I dumb? I'm like, I should know <laughs> <course> this. <laughs> it's exciting to see this one where you are because of being surrounded by, you know, urban sprawl. Yeah. Um, there's the side blotch lizard. How do I not know this? When you go to the museum next time, look for a side blotch. They're everywhere. Okay. Oh, those yeah. must be the ones that I see everywhere. Well, there's also another one. Most kids call them for their color of their their stomachs yellow belly mm, that's another color green belly blue belly yeah oh. also known as a western fence lizard oh those are real common yes but the side blotch they have black blotches under their armpits so i'm gonna pay more and attention their, to those their snouts are a little pointier <gasps> yes and they're really they're lighter colored but they have these beautiful contrasty patterns on there they're colorful so it, it might be your favorite <sighs> lizard of the three they already are yeah so um Bonus question, uh, what popular nut grows outside of its fruit 
and is related to poison oak. Does that make sense to you? It grows outside of its root. It's not, you know how a nut is a seed and we're right, just surrounded and it has by a shell or shell or something. Right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes nuts are the seed inside a shell, which it would be considered a pit. Altogether, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have flesh around that. This nut is developed outside of the fruit, like uh, on the bottom on, of it. On the bottom? Because yeah. I was going to say a strawberry because there's seeds are on oh, the outside. I mean, that's good. Good guess. But, it's, but, but it's on the bottom. And it's related to poison oak. And it's, Strawberries are related to roses and cherries and apples. And Ooh. Um, so poison oak, is it something that grows at the museum? No. It okay. grows way, not, it doesn't even grow in this country. But oh, it's really popular nut. Super popular, expensive. Well, I'm thinking Brazil nuts. That's a good guess. A lot of people guess that one, but just because I'm Brazil. thinking outside of yeah, yeah, here, you're, you're on the right track. Okay, if it's not Brazil nuts, what's another expensive, popular nut? I'm allergic to most nuts, so I ignore them. This um, might be one you would be allergic to. Not considering well, poison oak is, you know, people have sensitivities to that. Right? It's related to mangoes as well. Oh, I love mangoes. Oh, so you might not be allergic then. I'm like, mangoes related to are... pepper trees. Oh, those drive my allergies crazy. Interesting. So you're, you're both, so you're sensitive to some of the family members, but not all, which is Weird. Of course. I'm... I, I, there's a big hint for this nut, and I don't know if I want to give it to you. I'm, I'm determined. Um, not, I mean, I... Not walnuts. We grow those no. here. No. Um, it, it's the fruit and that's throwing me off. Nobody, um, most people don't know this. You could look it up on Wikipedia and you'd be like, what? There's a fruit attached to this thing? It's and, they, not, and everybody down south eats the fruit. It's not They're macadamia. No. I'm like. You can grow those here. Yeah. I don't, I'm not 100% sure if you can grow this nut here, but it's better to grow it down south. Where sure. It's Why do I feel... Like, I'm going to feel really stupid a, when you tell me. It's a very rich, fatty nut, but it has an interesting shape, which is why most people think Brazil nut. Okay. But it's not a Brazil nut. I want to say, I don't know. Think about money. Money. A money tree. Think no, of, I'm kidding. In terms of the um, name. Money. Uh, uh, Starts with a C. C. A ca- cashew. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> cashews so cashews they have like this pear-shaped fruit and then the nut what? sticks out of the bottom and um some people are sensitive to it so they get the rash that they would get from poison oak i can eat cashews oh, you can yes that's interesting so pepper trees not so good mangoes good, good. cashews good cashews poison good oak. have you ever had poison oak rash no, my mom rolled it in on purpose when she was a kid. Whoa. Um, Do you think that affected your That's a whole nother story. <laughs> but... You're going to have to come back with mom stories. <laughs> oh, Margie I've got stories. a Margie story. That's your podcast. Margie stories. <laughs> That's it. That's it. My mom. <laughs> Tales from Margie. Oh, gosh. She just retired last Friday, so she's got time now. Oh, she uh, could like... be your, your uh, like co-host. She's my girl. That would be so good. Oh, my God. In your yard with the dancing skunks. <laughs> oh, my gosh this has to happen i'm on it and you're gonna be talking about the madonna inn like all the time well that's why she's the reason i love the madonna inn oh, okay. she and my dad honeymoon there in 1972 you see everything's in your genes i she know in poison oak i know she went to the madonna inn yeah 
I know. It, it, yeah. I uh, am definitely. She's, she sat on a cactus. She sat on a cactus. <laughs> I ate one today. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. It's just constantly. It's all full circle. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know about you, but I am really satisfied with this podcast. This has been so fun. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Thank you for inviting me to your awesome home. This is insane. I love it. Very kind. Um, So anything else you wanted to say to um, everyone before we... Um, I guess to sum it up, don't worry, be happy. Yes. Eat the cashews. Eat the cactus. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, and, and go to the Heritage Museum. Go to the Heritage Museum of Orange County and say hi to me. That'd Yay. be awesome. <laughs> I plan on doing that. You and are I, there all the time. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Well, that's it for another episode of Barefoot and Bearded. Uh, thanks again to Jamie and... Um, I hope all you listeners will visit her at the Heritage Museum of OC. And uh, hopefully we have her podcast to look forward to. Uh, Let's see. Musings by Marge. There we go. I've already got it. All right. On that note. (laughs) Thank you. Sunlight creeps over my head in the morning. I throw off the sheets of my bed in the summer. I grab them and go Making tar drinks For me and my friends Heat waves rise up From the street in the front yard I drag out the table To meet all my customers Cups filled in rows And my painted sign shows That I'm ready To serve you a batch The sun sinks in sky. The cars just pass on by. I sink in my chair. I squint from the glare when you stroll up and pay for a cup. Corby and Tucker and Jack come to sip some. Their faces turn sour, lips smack and we giggle. We run to buy one lollipop and take turns licking all the way home. Ah.